What up creatures from cyberspace, John here, and today we are going to take a look at the short-running, semi-forgotten Exorcist TV show that ran on Fox uh, from 2016 to 2017. It was created by Jeremy Slater, who wrote the script for the 2015 Fantastic Four film, uh, Netflix Death Note, and he was most recently hired as the head writer for the upcoming show Moon Knight on Disney+. Uh, the cast changed between seasons, but the two priests are played by Alfonso Herrera, who plays Father Thomas Ortega, a up-and-coming priest whose public image hides a darker personal life uh, and some challenges that he's having with his faith. I know, very original. And Ben Daniels, who plays Father Marcus Keene, who is a exorcist who... Would wait for it has lost his faith in the church what a fresh take um and father bennett who was played by ben daniels he's the church insider who senses something's wrong but he still wants to play it by the book other notable cast members include Gina Davis and Alec Ruck in Season 1, and John Cho and Brianna Hildebrand in Season 2. As is all the rage these days, uh, this story is a soft reboot of The Exorcist canon. It's picking up right after, well, not right after, uh, it's set in modern times, so it's picking up 30 years or so after the events of The Exorcist, and most importantly, it's ignoring all the events that took place in The Exorcist 2 and 3. The prequels don't really come up but it's probably safe to say those were cut out of canon uh, if such a thing exists for the Exorcist universe. I'm going to keep this review spoiler free, so the recap of the two seasons will be sort of by necessity pretty slim, but I'll get right to the point. The Exorcist show was an excellent TV show. Considering it was on network TV, it aired on Fox, the effects were good, and there were some pretty decent scares, some very tense scenes. It didn't completely rely on jump scares. Despite the high-level overview of the characters being pretty cliche, I actually found them to be really engaging and their story arc to be pretty compelling. And I was, you know, invested in them and their stories, and especially in season one, and even in season two, uh, to, I guess, a lesser extent, it had a, a fairly fresh take on the concept of possession and what that looked like, especially from the possession Zessy point of view. So I, th I really enjoyed that. And personally, I don't know, I found it better than like an American horror story. And I think it's you know a real shame that the show was canceled in 2017 due to low ratings. It is honestly, I would say some of the best horror TV out there. And I think it was canceled before it really had a chance to get its feet under it and feel that Fox really didn't know what to do with the show. They slotted it in on Friday night, which is not exactly prime TV view viewing hours and its marketing was pretty lackluster on top of that i don't really remember there being a strong a super strong marketing campaign for this show and ultimately this just joins the long list of great shows uh, that fox has killed everybody i got bad news we've been canceled oh no peter how could they do that well unfortunately lois there's just no more room on the schedule we've just got to accept the fact that fox has to make room for terrific shows like dark angel titus undeclared Action, That 80 Show, Wonder Falls, Fast Lane, Andy Richter Controls the Universe, Skin, Girls Club, Cracking Up, The Pits, Firefly, Get Real, Freaky Links, Wanda at Large, Costello, The Lone Gunman, A Minute with Stan Hooper, Normal Ohio, Pasadena, Harsh Realm, Keen Eddie, The Street, 
American Embassy, Cedric the Entertainer, the Tick. Season one introduces us to Father Ortega and Keen and sort of follows their journey to help a family that suspects a demonic presence is in their home. I mean, it's not a spoiler that the exorcist show involves an exorcism and a possession. And so it really serves as an introduction to this universe. Uh, it introduces corruption in the Catholic Church. Hard to believe, right? I know. But, you know, despite that cliche sounding plot, Season one of this show is a banger. It legitimately slaps. Opinions can differ on season two, but if you like this type of horror, if you like horror TV, if you can accept that it was on network television, I think you will really enjoy season one. You know, like I said, the episodes are strong, the characters have an arc, and it serves as a, a solid introduction into what I consider a very intriguing universe. Overall, I really enjoyed season one of this show. Uh, the pacing was strong. I really didn't have any problem with the number of episodes with like, I don't really feel that there was a lot of filler episodes or anything like that. And some of the scenes really stick with me. For example, there's a, a really dark scene where a kid's family is being murdered with him home, but he can't hear because he has headphones on and the mom's calling out to him and it's horrifying. And the buildup's great. They sort of weave this thread throughout the whole episode and it was a, it was a tense and dark scene. Season two is a step down. They really opened super strong, but I still think season two is, is compelling TV, you know? Season two sees the priest end up at a foster home in Seattle run by Andrew Kim, uh, played by John Cho. He's battling a demon that's infesting the house. Surprisingly, you know, there's another possession, another exorcism, and overall it's pretty good. Especially John Cho, I think he puts in a strong performance and we get a good insight into Ortega and Keen's past and personality. It wasn't as strong as season one, but it definitely wasn't bad. It suffers you know, from what I think a lot of shows suffer from, which is a bit of a sophomore slump. And I really believe if Fox had given it a chance, it would have improved and become a standout show on their network. All the pieces were there. There was a strong cast, a strong story, compelling characters, intriguing universe. It just needed time to grow, which is not something that Fox likes to let its TV shows do. And that's a real, real bummer. If there was a season three, what would it have been about? Jeremy Slater's given some hints, so stop now if you don't want any spoilers for season two of the show. Uh, there's really no way to talk about what a possible season three would have brought without disclosing the end of season two. So final warning, you've heard my opinion of the show. I just want to share, you know, what information I could have I found out about season three. My opinion's not going to change. So if that's all you're looking for, you can stop now, go watch the show thank me and then come back and finish this quickie and you can hear about what season three would have entailed. Season three would have involved Father Marcus Keen trying to reconnect with Thomas and Mouse who are last seen heading toward Father Bennett who we now know is possessed. I think that would have been a, an interesting sort of setup for the plot. It would have involved watching Marcus sort of 
connect to his church under or use his church underground connections to try to locate Thomas and Mouse and reconnect with them. They would have also touched on how people from different faiths go about handling possession and exorcism, which is something I think would have been amazing. Like what, 95, 99% of exorcism films revolve around Christianity or approaching it from a very Christian point of view. I think it would have been amazing to see how other cultures and religions handle possession and exorcism. I think there's a lot of really interesting stories that can be told there and different sort of takes. So really disappointing that we didn't get that opportunity. The show would have also dealt with Thomas and Mouse's relationship. And you know now that Thomas is a new mentor, what's that like? And naturally, eventually would have had to deal with Marcus and Thomas getting back together and working through the, tr- the trauma of that previous season, you know, which ended with uh, Marcus killing somebody, which is intense, you know, and, and ended up with Thomas. Thomas and Marcus sort of heading their separate ways and no longer on speaking terms. So obviously, uh, Marcus couldn't just come back and pick up right where they left off. So there would have been a lot of emotions to unpack. And it's a damn shame that we won't get to see that season. I think it sounds compelling. I mean, I'm assuming they would have been able to pull it off. But based on what I've seen in season one and season two, I have no reason to doubt that. So thanks for nothing, Fox. Yeah, so that's my review of The Exorcist TV show. I think it fits right in with the canon. It's certainly better than uh, a lot of the movies, looking at you, Exorcist 2. And if you are into possession and exorcism you know, movies, I think this is well worth your time. So thanks, and catch you on the next episode.